Welcome to Better in the Second Half, your no BS guide to stepping into the best years of your life with tactical tips to help you feel better than ever. My name is Tara Gillen Petrozzi, and I am your host. And today we are going to be diving into healthy habits, how to create them, and how to actually stick to them. I get asked this question a lot on social media, so it seemed like the perfect choice for my second episode ever. So let's just dive right in, shall we? First, so you want to make healthier habits, you want to feel better, and you actually want to stick to them. Whether we're talking health goals or mindset goals, personal goals, you know the things in your life that need changing. The problem is we are creatures of habit. And as we get a little older in life, sometimes it's harder to make those changes when we are used to our routines. No shame, guys. I have been there. I am still there too. It can be really difficult when you know you need to make certain changes, but you've been doing the same thing for so long. If that resonates with you, don't worry. (laughs) I have got you. We can figure this out because here's the thing. If we just keep doing the same things and repeating the same behaviors, we stay in the exact same place. And if you're feeling amazing about your life and you're energized and you're fulfilled, this podcast, although it's still great to stay on top of it, is probably not your source. This podcast is for people who are getting to that stage in their life where their fire is starting to burn out and their energy is low and they know that they could feel better and they know that they want to feel better, but they just don't know where to start. So if this sounds like you, let's keep diving deep, shall we? One of the first things you're going to have to do, other than, obviously, being ready to make a change, you know the things that are holding you back, the things that aren't working for you. So now is a great time to cut the crap with yourself. And I know that sounds insensitive. It sounds harsh. But if you want to transform your life, if you actually want to change your life, if you want to start feeling better, you got to start getting really honest with yourself. And I know that this can be very difficult. I had a very hard time with it. You know, I am a natural, naturally stubborn person. I like things my way. I always laugh and say, you know, I have OCD tendencies. I stick to things. I don't like to budge. My husband definitely says that I am the more stubborn of the two. So I can understand when you hear that saying, you know, cut the crap with yourself, start being real that instantly you want to be like, okay, I'm not listening to this, but hear me out, hear me out. Once you start really exploring yourself and learning more about yourself and learning in a place with grace, not from a place of shame, okay? We all make mistakes. If you're listening to this podcast, it is, as I mentioned, you're probably in a place where you know you're ready to start making changes. You know you're ready to start. You just don't know how, where, or the means to get it all going. So that's a good thing. You've already accepted that things need to change. Now it's simply a matter of really focusing on those things that aren't working. And the only way you can do that is by being honest with yourself. This can be very difficult to do when you're thinking about building healthier habits and getting real with yourself about some of the things that may not be serving you that you are doing either out of habit or because you feel like you're supposed to be doing them or that's what everybody else is doing and sticking with those societal norms. So be very graceful with yourself in this process when we're talking about change and building healthier habits, but be truthful. 
I want you to give yourself grace, but I also want you to cut the shit. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be real with what needs to go, what can we improve, and honestly, what will actually make you happy. Not anybody else. Like this this podcast, this forum, this is to help you find tips that will make you feel better about your life. Not the way it looks to anyone else. So keep that in mind as well. Next, I want to share something that is really cool that I always do whenever I'm working out any goals. And this is an easy way. Obviously, if you're driving, do not get a pen and paper now. You can replay it later. But if you're sitting down and you do have a paper and pen, this might be something you want to jot down because this is something I do in all goals. So personal, business, health, fitness, mental health. Like This is how I track all of my goals. And once I've learned it, I can't unlearn it. So I'm excited to share it with you. Again, if you're driving, do not write this down. Just come back to it later. But if you do want to grab that pen and paper, now would be a great time. So we're going to work with a little acronym here. You guys will get used to me. I love me an acronym. And this one is called SMART Goals. So if you've heard of it before, amazing. If you haven't, I'm going to break it down for you real quick. I'm going to give you an example of one time that I used it in my life, just one example, so you can see what I mean by it. And then I'm also going to explain how you can use this for yourself and things that you might want to be working on. So a SMART goal, the acronym, all of the letters stand for something, starting with S, which stands for specific. M stands for measurable. A stands for attainable. R stands for relevant. And T stands for timely. So whenever you're dealing with a new goal or something that you're working on, a new habit you want to achieve, a change in your life, this is a great way to start with this SMART acronym. And I'm going to give you an example of what I mean by it with a specific situation for myself. So when I started this health and wellness journey a few years ago, I knew I was in a place I didn't feel good about myself. I had two small children. And as much as I loved them to pieces, my energy was lacking. I was tired. I felt unfulfilled. I felt like I was losing my purpose. I just, there was something that was missing. And for me, it ended up opening a whole portal. But one of the things that really drastically changed for me and the first goal that I started working on, because here's the thing, when we want to talk about changes, healthy habits, lifestyle changes, you know, becoming a new and better person, you always just start with one. Don't, please do not change every single thing all at once. Start with one pain point that is bothering you the most. So if you have multiple things, it's okay. We can work on all of them. But when we work on all of them all at the same time, it can be very overwhelming. So in this specific situation, after having my kids, I knew a big pain point for me was the extra baby weight. And it's not just about how you feel, you know, like how you physically look, because I don't really agree with that either. This isn't about body shaming. But for me, with both of my pregnancies, I'm a very petite person. I'm only five foot. And when I got pregnant with my son, I gained 60 pounds. And for some people, they're like, oh, that's that's not that bad. That's pretty reasonable. But when you're only five foot and you're very petite starting at 110 pounds, it is a lot and it showed a lot. And my body drastically changed everywhere. So after I had my kids and I was getting ready to lose the weight, I was really discouraged because it wasn't 
coming off. I didn't know where to start. I didn't like the way that I felt. And it cycled into this bad behavior in my mind where just because I didn't like the way that I looked in the mirror, I didn't like the way I felt inside. And I was having really negative self-talks. It was draining. It was making my anxiety bad. I felt like crap about myself. And if you've ever been in that position where you know you don't feel good about the way you look on the outside, it's so damaging for how you feel on the inside. And I do think there are many going beyond just losing weight or working with your body composition and having that self-love for yourself. But for me, I knew I I wasn't comfortable. I didn't like to put on, like getting changed was a nightmare. Anywhere I went, I didn't like anything I put on. Everything was different sizes. I didn't look good when I was looking at myself in the mirror. I didn't want to be in pictures with my kids. And it was really damaging internally too, like the inner dialogue that I was having. So I knew that that had to be a top priority. I wanted to start feeling better about myself. I wanted to start having more energy. And I wanted to work my way into creating the love that I have for my body. Like your body does these incredible things. And if you're a mom and you're listening, you know, like the the hormones that change and the way your body changes, like when you have babies and it's so hard to wrap your mind around all the different things that are happening and giving yourself that self-care and that self-love. Like I swear there was a time when my kids were small, I survived on grilled cheese crusts. You know, you're just so worried about keeping these little humans alive. Like I did not make myself a priority and it showed. It showed in my outer appearance and it showed more importantly in my inner appearance, the way that I felt about myself. So I knew when I was ready to start making these changes in my life that that needed to come first. I needed to get a handle on my relationship with my body, how I felt about it, how I took care of it. So going through these SMART goals, I'm just going to go through the letters and what they stand for. So our SMART goals, our first one is specific. So for me, when I wanted to initially start making these lifestyle changes, I had to get very specific. What did I want to focus on? For me, I knew that I needed to get more physical. I needed to start moving my body more. I needed to start creating those endorphins. I needed to start exercising and I needed to find things that I could maintain that I actually enjoyed. Because you can't just walk into a random gym and be like, yes, I'm going to keep this habit forever and know what you're doing. I knew it was going to take me quite some time to find out what I actually, number one, enjoy doing. I don't know if I, most of you probably won't know this because I'm very new in the podcast, but I I never had an athletic bone in my body. I was not competitive. I didn't play any sports. I was just always very petite and it sounds bad to say, but I, I didn't really have to pay attention to things like that because I was just always very tiny framed. And I know as I say that, I hate myself too. I hate my younger self for that because it is not the same anymore. Now I got to work. But I knew for this goal, that was my main specific. I wanted to feel better in my skin. And I also prepared myself, you know, I wasn't going to be unrealistic with what I wanted to achieve. Like I wasn't saying I need my pre-baby body back, but I was specific that I wanted to feel better in my skin again. And I wanted to find activities that I enjoyed to get my body moving. So the next in our SMART goals is measurable. So for this specific goal, because if you've ever dealt with habit building or making changes in your life, there's actual like sequences, right? Like I can't remember off the top of my head right now what they are, but it's like to break a new habit, you know, you have to do it consistently for two weeks and then four weeks it becomes a habit. And then after three months, it's a lifestyle change or it's along those lines. 
if anybody has questions about it, I'll find out where I read it. But I knew that you have to stay consistent at the beginning. So for me, talking about my SMART goal, measurable. How could I measure what I was doing? And I broke it down that I was going to give myself 30 days to start building these healthier habits, incorporating more exercise, healthier diet, just trying to do more things. That was going to be my measurable goal that for 30 days, no excuses, I was going to do this. And that will lead us to A, attainable. So I'm working with 30 days and I'm talking 30 days no excuses. Like I am going to move my body every single day for 30 days. So how can I make this attainable? Because whenever you're switching things, you know, you have to give up something else. You can't just pull a new habit and time out of nowhere. So for me to make it attainable and to stick with my goal, 30 days was the minimum that I wanted to go with, with 30 minutes each day of any exercise. So anything. This allowed me also to get creative and to find things and also to be able to take out that excuse. Like every single day I can make 30 minutes to go for a walk with my kids or the dog, you know, if I'm not doing something or trying yoga or trying a new gym class or going for a bike ride, like anything. I could do anything. So that was what made my SMART goal attainable with that 30 days that I wanted to measure was making it a shorter period of time, 30 minutes. I can dedicate myself to that. And whenever you're talking about a goal, you have got to make sure that it is attainable. It is something you can do. If it's something you can't realistically do during that time period, guess what, friend? You are not going to do it. And then you're going to feel like a failure. You're not going to want to keep going and you're going to beat yourself up for it. So make sure that we are starting with things that are attainable. And guess what? On days when I move my body for more than 30 minutes, amazing. Great. If I did a workout that was an hour, good. I did not carry it over to the next day. I just made sure I got that minimum of 30 minutes every single day for 30 days. No excuses. Moving on relevant. Is this a relevant goal to what you want to achieve? Do you actually want to make this a lifestyle change? Like, is this something that you want to incorporate more into your day-to-day lifestyle? Making sure it's relevant is huge. You know, don't ever do something that you don't want to do. For me, was it relevant? Yes. I wanted to have more energy I wanted to feel the benefits of the endorphins from having more exercise, and I wanted to feel better in my skin. It was very, very relevant, not to mention just the benefits of adding more exercise to your mental health. Like the space that I was in was not the greatest, so it was very relevant to what I was trying to achieve. So with whatever you're working on, you have to make sure that it's relevant to you and that you're not doing it for someone else. This is also key. You know, I wasn't making these changes for my body because I was worried what other people thought or how my husband thought I should look. You know, there was nobody telling me, oh, Tara, you really got to pick it up. Like this was relevant to how I was feeling and the changes I wanted to make for myself, for my future. And, you know, in partial with my kids, I wanted to have energy around them. I want to be strong. I want to be healthy so I can watch them grow older. And then lastly is timely. So when we're dealing with SMART goals, you've got to work in time. So we already talked about it being measurable. So for this specific goal, you know, 30 days, 30 minutes. Okay. But what is 
the time aspect. How am I actually going to work this in? When am I working? When am I with the kids? When am I sleeping? (laughs) When am I eating? When are you like break down your days and be dedicated to when you will find time to work on your goal? Because if you don't have any organization with this, it is very easy to not do it. So what I found for me to make my goal, especially this one specifically, was to do it in the morning. Even though I am not a morning person, that was an adjustment that I had to make. I think I will actually do a podcast one day on how I went from like a night owl to early bird because I still can't believe it. And it just changes a lot when you get proper sleep and when you have that time in the morning. But that's another day, another dollar. But yeah, so for me, that's when I knew that I could work it in. If I could get it done sooner in the day, I had more probable chances of achieving that goal for the day. And then of course, if something happens where I can't do it first thing in the morning, again, I made it only 30 minutes. So if I wasn't able to do it in the morning, then I had a backup plan, say either before dinner or right before bed, that I would make sure I got those 30 minutes in. So make sure you give yourself that time. When are you going to be working on it? And be honest with your schedule. And no, guys, when you are making a new habit, whether it is business, your health and fitness, like you want to start meditating, whatever it is, they all start the same. Like we only have 24 hours in a day. You're going to have to give something up. You're going to have to make a change to make sure you have time for that goal. So you have to make sure that it's all of these smart things, that it's specific what you're doing. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's relevant to you. And you actually can fit this time in. And honestly, just the, the easiest way to create time is to get rid of something that isn't really serving you. And again, that goes to cutting the crap with ourselves. And we all know the things that we do that maybe aren't serving us. I know for sure, sometimes I, especially when I used to stay up late at night, like I would just stay up all night, just mindlessly like binge watching stuff on Netflix. You know, I would get lost in a show, not want to turn it off and then continue to sleep and not want to get up early in the morning because I was tired because I stayed up all day watching a show that, guess what? I don't remember now. You know, do you know how long it took me to binge watch Dexter? (laughs) True story, guys. I am a little bit obsessed with like true crime stuff. (laughs) But like, I don't even remember what happened in all those seasons that I spent binge watching. But you know what? When I started making sure that I got my proper sleep so that I could get up to do this routine and I started feeling better, I remember how this feels. You know, this is a feeling I want to make last longer. So Make sure that you're incorporating that time when you're going to do it, what do you need to cut out, and having a backup plan. So if I can't do it in the morning, I'm either doing it before dinner or right before bed. So look at that. I'm giving myself three options for that 30-minute block of work. And honestly, when we start talking about making these changes, sometimes that's all it is. It's like 30 minutes. 30 minutes to an hour every day can change your life. Like that's enough time to absolutely create lasting health goals that will change your life. That is absolutely enough time to start a side hustle that can change your finances and change your life. That is absolutely enough time to start working on your mental health, your personal development, how you're nourishing your mind. Like these are quick little things that you can do. So there we go. Episode number two, better in the second half, talking about goals, specifically smart goals. If you found this valuable, 
reach out to me. I would like to hear what your biggest takeaway is. Share this with a friend, put it on your socials. You can contact with me. I always leave my contact information in the show notes. My main social channel is Instagram. So if you found this effective and you want to try it, feel free to tag me or shoot me a message. Tell me the smart goal that you're working on. Maybe you're going to tell me how you're going to cut the crap or what it is that you want to change. And I will root you on because I'm telling you guys, if I can make healthier habits, you can too. And once you make one, so we start with that initial pain point. What is bothering us the most? Do not bite off more than you can chew. Start with one. And then when you have success with that one and you master that one, then we do another smart goal and then we break it down again. And this is how you will slowly transform your life for the better at any age. So thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for more tips coming your way. I get asked all the time, Tara, how did you lose the baby weight and how did you actually keep it off? And the answer is not a crash diet. And I certainly don't track my progress with traditional scales. Seriously, throw it away. It is doing you a disservice. I also did not achieve my results overnight. Creating a maintainable and successful health journey is not about instant results. This is about becoming the healthiest version of yourself one day at a time. Here is my secret sauce to success. One, I created healthier habits with exercise that I could stick to because I enjoyed them. And yes, it is possible to find activity that you like doing. Get creative with how you can move your body every day. Number two, I became more mindful about what I was consuming without depriving myself. No, I did not do cabbage soup diets or blend all the celery in my house. Think portion control and smarter choices. Number three, I started practicing more self-love to honor and appreciate my body. No more negative thoughts or shaming myself in the mirror. Number four, and my last go-to is taking clinically proven supplements that are created with clean ingredients that work with my body composition to help me see results faster. The magic is found in the key ingredient, CLA. If you haven't heard of it, go ahead and Google it now. But in a nutshell, it increases lean muscle and decreases fat cell size and works wonders when you're making any lifestyle changes. Did I mention it's only a spoon a day that tastes like brownie batter, and it's also loaded with liquid collagen, which is great for mobility and healthier hair, skin, and nails? This is one product that truly checks all my boxes. And if you're interested in learning more, check out the show notes in this episode's description for more info, or go to modere.ca today. Don't forget to use code 5861149 to unlock your discount savings at checkout. And please keep me posted on your wellness journey success. I am totally rooting for you.